Philadelphia. Are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Welcome into another episode of Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, and today we just have a, a little shooting the shit session with Hale Collins. He's going to join us on the show. Um, decided just, I don't know, there's not a lot going on. We can talk a little WrestleMania, talk uh, anything Hale wants to talk about, which with Hale is bound to be anything. So uh, let's get right to it, and we can bring you back into the now. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's when? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. What? Now. 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 Why? When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Alright, returning to Brotherly Love for the first time in a while, we have Hale Collins. Hale, welcome back. Hey, what's up, guys? I guess uh, living in the now is not so great, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that. But how, how is your living in the now? Uh, it's pretty boring. I, uh, I have to say I'm just, uh, like I actually detailed my whole car for the first time in a long time. And now I feel like I have a new car again. <laughs> no, that you can't really drive that much. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it's all ready to go once the time is now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like... Okay. Yeah, I know. 
But what are you doing? I go for these stupid loser walks as well. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what else I can you do? I caught myself doing that the other day, like, oh, how are you? And then I was like, never mind, don't answer that. It's like, it's like right now, right now is the time of small talk. It's the worst. I hate small talk. And it's not like small talk where you can actually like sit down with someone. It's like small talk where you can like, have to, like almost in like loud talking distance or like mild shouting distance. Oh man, it's it, it's something that I don't. Have. But the only one thing about it is I'm starting to see all all the people that live near me, and uh, I try to turn into a negative to a positive. So some people are like, you know, they seem alright, I guess maybe. And so I'm like, hey, so you know what? How about we do like an annual block party or something? You know, get some beers and stuff like that. And uh, they all looked at me like, uh, no, I'm like oh. <laughs> Yeah, 
back in that day when everyone's fucking ego was going crazy? Oh, uh, man, imagine how big the egos were. Man, imagine, like, wow. It must have been so uncomfortable in the, in the back during, like, when they went to WCW to W, they all merged. And, like, oh, man, it must have been, like, a political warfare. I was thinking more like when fucking Bret Hart went to WCW. Imagine him and Hogan in a locker room together. They're like complete polar opposite of, of vision for the business. Yeah. And their fucking egos are huge. But yeah, you're yeah, right. Well, they mer- yeah, when they merge. But one thing I, I, I look back at now as an adult, like, you know, like when Nash and Hall went to WCW and then you had Sean and Triple H at w, you know, WWE, they're both doing their thing. There's no way those four didn't continue to communicate. Yeah, I mean, you would think those two, they were the clique. They were best friends. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's not like they just didn't talk until they went to WWE again. They probably talked so much during that whole war, and it was probably, I would love to be in on those conversations too they talked about. And, you know what I mean? Because, like, I think text messaging was probably, well, Text messaging started being around, I know it was around 2000, but we're not really sure before that. They had the, uh, the chirps, the, the Nextel chirps, they probably did that. Yeah, I don't know, so I was thinking how they, yeah, how they communicated, because, I mean, it's a lot easier now, but I mean, I'm sure they communicated during the whole war, which is fascinating. I wish they talked about that, like, what'd you guys talk about? Like, you know? he knew, like, Nash and Hall knew that Sean had Vince around his finger, so they knew that they were a big part of creative. I think that's why Nash wanted to one in the studio. He wanted to be like promoter so big because he knew how to compete with Sean. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's, it's, it's but that's a that's like look at look what they're competing for. That's crazy, you know. Like that's a huge thing. Like that's huge. Like imagine like imagine like. Your best friend, and you both have control of wrestling on both sides. That's nuts. That is an incredible idea for a WWE 24 or anyone, anyone making a yeah. documentary. So if you think about like Bret Hart, he went to WCW thinking, you know, not as like a, a fresh new start, but really the 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 guy that he hated the most, his his best friends are running the show. So he walks into them running the show. Knowing him and Sean hate each other. Wow. Oh, that's tough to beat. <laughs> and then to Booty gets injured and his career ended on that on top of everything. Yeah, like his debut was him roughing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like Bernard's debut he should have walked in like as like uh, my my vision would like like who, who am I, but I'm saying like, as a fan I would love uh, see Bret Hart come to WCW with the belt on and say he never lost it. And then he goes against the current champion at that time and they unify both belts. Oh my God. Can wow. you imagine fucking Vince's fucking brain and head would have exploded? Yeah, they did it. Like he did it to WCW when Ric Flair went there and it didn't technically lose the belt. Remember? They had to blur it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think he could, they could have got payback and did that. You know, that would have been that would have been a good one, and they—I think at that point they needed the ratings. Yeah, like that would have been that would have been huge. Like he came out and like with the belt on, but it was blurry. You know, <laughs> Bischoff could have had a lot of fun with that. 
of this Firefly Funhouse match with Cena and Wyatt last night? Um, well, when I, when I, as I watch here, I'm like, what the hell is going on? You know, and, and I'm like, this is really different, but I'm not sure if I like it or I'm not sure if I hate it because I kind of like, have like that somewhat old school mentality, I guess you could say. But then I just let my, I let the gates open and I just really took it all in. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Firefly Funhouse was, I mean, maybe 
two percent wrestling, and the rest was all story driven. Yeah, which was great because you brought you brought it down, back memory lane. And as a fan, you love when they talk about the past into the now. You know, it's like oh, it's very entertaining and like seeing the different characters that once were, seeing them just up as uh, it was Hogan, like acting like that. You know, like he's the Hogan of like he could have been like the Hogan of today. You know, yeah. If he went that, you know, I thought that was excellent. Just seeing like that whole trippy NWO feel. It was like it was like a lot of emotions throughout the whole thing and it was all said and done I'm like wow I was really entertained during the whole time I was into it the whole time and like how can you speak badly of something that you were into the whole time it was no I mean it's it's tough and a couple things that they did with the the fun house is that they made fun of themselves a lot too they 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 mocked themselves a lot and that's kind of takes the words out of everyone else's mouth the people that usually hate things since they hate on themselves in it they kind of i think that's why people didn't like it it's because they couldn't hate on it because they'd already mocked themselves yeah which is is always yeah which is always the best thing to do like to shut the haters just call if you call your own bullshit so people can't hate on you like you can't it's like kind of like when eminem came back and uh it um in eight mile, uh, eight mile. Remember, like he's like calling all his flaws out, and like then the guy wanted to battle back, but he couldn't because he had nothing on him because he already called it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's like it, 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 that, that helps out a lot. It's actually brilliant that they did that. You know, I like that they. It was almost like I mean, I just might be overthinking it, but it was almost like it was just a sub. It was like his subconscious. It was the subconscious of Cena or a dream and. The Fiend and Bray Wyatt were pretty cool. Yeah, it, was, it gave me that Nightmare on Elm Street feel. Mm-hmm. You know, like Cena was tra- like Cena was trapped in a dream, and, and like uh, Wyatt was Freddy controlling him. You know, yeah, and, and was- like you see, like yeah, you see Cena like trying to like uh, fight fight the power that's over his body, but he can't. But his mind's there. You know, like his body's doing something else. You know. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I think, like, it was, it's almost like they, WWE knew what they were doing in the sense that, okay, we'll let Matt Hardy go. We know he's this creative mastermind and he's just out there with all of his thought process that's different than everyone else, but they have a Bray Wyatt in their back pocket as well who has proven to be just as, as freaking bizarre and creative, because I think that. Maybe Cena had a little bit of input, but I, that felt like that was pretty much Bray Wyatt's brainchild. Oh man, I, like Bray Wyatt is so brilliant. I, like even when he did those probes, like he, he did, a, you know, when it sparked my eye, Bray Wyatt was when he did that promo on NXT when like they're basically giving like a cue and they're all in the ring and the guy gave like a, a minute promo. Remember that one guy did like mustache or whatever? But, like, um, well, Bray Wyatt like had like such a cool promo. He was like saying, "I'm a like I'm a limo, I'm a bulldozer with a limousine engine." You know, like he was like, if you go back and watch that like minute promo of him and um, when, like when I do all that Nexus stuff, but like trying out for it in a way. Uh, watch his promos. Then was awesome, you know. So like he's always, I feel like he's always been so good. He has, and he's when he came in as the Wyatt family and he was the creepy guy with the Hawaiian shirt and all that craziness that he was talking and see how he 
like how do you go from that to how involved evolved to the scene is like crazy. Like his mind, it's warped, but in the right way. Yeah, it's pretty cool because like he uh, he's definitely evolving from it. Like he went from like the Devil's Rejects to now, uh, morphing into like a Freddy Krueger, Jason kind of character. You know, yeah. Uh, and, and and it's cool. It's like he's like making he's like. Uh, taking one thing from another and making it to his own, you know, maybe he did think of Freddy, maybe, he, you know, maybe that sparked an idea and just evolved into this, the fun, you know, so, like, it's, it's like, like the it's same trajectory as the, as the Undertaker, that's what I would compare it to, like, going from, yeah, yeah, and, like, you never not liked one of the, during when the Undertaker did his thing differently, you, you never not liked it. It was always good. Like even like with the purple taker, that was cool. Which like the, you know, uh, what's the other one? Uh, the corporate. No, the ministry. The, uh, yeah, the ministry. That was really cool. You know, uh, yeah, it was a little bit more like, gothic. Yeah, but it was different. You know, and but it was a bad taker. Yeah, that's the least one. I, you know, I wasn't really. I mean, I, it was still good for a time. But I mean, like, I never really, I, I like, you know, we grew up watching The Undertaker, so it was a big change, you know? Yeah. So, Hale... I kind of agree with that one. Hale, with the... Uh, I mean, you have... The way that Edge and Orton put on their match, a completely different style than any other match that was on the card, and pretty brutal, and especially with Edge coming back from all the injury problem he has had, what did you think of how how he handled himself and how he looked? Um, I thought how Edge handled himself. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was excellent. Like that guy, I think he looks like the best shape in his life. <laughs> I, uh, I would concur with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, uh, I mean, I, I feel like I mean, the match they had could have been a match on any pay per view. Not in front of fans, you know, they could have bat up to the back, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that was the safest way they, they went with that. Yeah, and like, plus like, Edge didn't have to come off taking all those ring bumps right away, you know? Yeah, it was, well, I mean, he still looked like he took some pretty big bumps, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but some, like, yeah, but I'm saying like, not as much as he could have, you know? Yeah. Yeah, in the ring he would have been, the pace that the match was going and how it needed to go, he would have been bumping like crazy. Yeah, even like, you know, at the end when the end of the match was crazy, there was a lot of bumps going on, you know. I mean, his top rope, his top rope elbow deal, that was, you know, that was, that was crazy. You know, and, you know, I took those falls and that fall jolted your whole body, you know. It impacts yeah. the whole body like a car, like a car crash. He took one of those not too long ago. Yeah, and that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never know. You make one wrong landing and you're out for a couple months. Or yeah, dude. Yeah, it was two seconds. So it's crazy that he did that. So really, but you know, that's why he's edged. You know, he's, he's one of the best. Yeah, I think... I mean, it, it, did, it, it was a little lanky, but, I mean, that was the match that you knew it was going to be. They were gonna, it, it was like Batista and Triple H last year. They're gonna, it's two legends that they're going to give time to no matter what. 
Yeah, and like he like plus Randy Orton's like top notch. So why not put Edge of the Ring one of the best there is right now? You know, so yeah, I would say. I mean, Orton. I don't think he gets his his due when it comes when they talk about greatest to ever do it. I mean, I guess that's because he's still doing it, but he's been around forever and he's done everything and he knows how to make every different person look good. Like he, yeah. he does that with everybody. Yeah, and his timing is up impeccable, like impeccable. Like he never messes up. You ever see Randy Orton mess up? No, yeah. his mannerisms in the ring are like perfection. His reactions and his, his expressions. Yeah. Like ever. Like if you watch his early stuff, he did. It's like he doesn't mess yeah. up. He was a freak. He, he was definitely a freak. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think you know, you gotta know it. It's like this WrestleMania is totally different. They had to work with the head. I think they did a great job. You know what I mean? That was a hot ass angle going really strong. And, you know, they got. The cards dealt with it, and they, I feel like they nailed it also, you know? Yeah. Did you ever think you were going to be in a time where you could say that the wrestling world pretty much shut down? You know, it's never shut down since, like, 1912. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's always been going on forever. So people have died, but the show still went on, you know? Like, yeah. It's just, rest, like, wrestling is definitely... But come on, Jericho talking to the drone of promos. <laughs> <laughs> so good, dude. How, how good is that? Have you watched that? Yes. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite things I've seen. <laughs> no, it's so good. Just put the camera on Jericho and uh, it'll be fine. <laughs> dude, he got out of the fucking hot tub with leather pants on. <laughs> that was the best. Because I think that the one thing that has been 
like above par lately has been each company's promo work. Like I think the promos have gotten substantially better without crowds. Oh man, like you were watching one of the best promo eras ever. If you really watch them, you know, like it's good, man. And it's insane because I mean, what is, I hope that it's able to keep up when the crowds get back. But I felt like I feel like. I mean, I know the what chant will never die, but I feel like if people would actually listen, like, like right now, they're kind of forced to, how much better it would be? Instead of the oh, yeah, trying like, to get themselves over. Yeah, that's, that's what's cool about it, because you really got to pay attention now. Everyone's getting crazy. Maybe, can imagine, like, every promo was awesome, we just didn't realize it because the crowd is so distracting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really could have been, like, if you... Because it fucks up your cadence. Like, these guys, have, they, they're able to follow their cadence now. And they're able to get to the point and say it how they want to. With people in the background yelling fucking crazy shit at you. Kind of hard. Yeah, it's like, yeah, remember that, that, that video that came out, that surface, that when Christian Bale totally went off of that, that person that walked on set and interrupted him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was on back then, right? What was it? I don't know what set it was, but... Whatever it was, it really pissed off Christian Bale to, like, on another level pissed off. Like, like something that, like, whatever this person did, you just don't do it to that man, and you did it. <laughs> and he was, he was so pissed off. Like, he probably could have killed someone, the way he talked, you know? But, but the, what I'm trying to get to is, like, these wrestlers, like, the wrestlers are doing this so they have full focus and not being distracted, so... They gotta get themselves in the mind, you know, and, and and sometimes people go through a lot of channels to get there, and when they finally get there, they're there, and it takes a bit to get there. So if you when you get interrupted by any kind of way, you're not there anymore. Yeah, you're thrown off. Yeah, you're like not there. It takes. It might not be able to get back to that level in your mind, you know, because you're because you're just too little, too distracted, you know. Yeah, you were, you were at the point of where, okay, I just want to get this over with now so I can get the hell out of here. But, yeah, so I, I, I get the job done. You know, so I got to make a couple points. I got to get the fuck out of here. So I got to make sure I make the points. But maybe fans just up during promos. Maybe the promos will be the best ever, like Jake the Snake every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if, this, if this could do anything for us, it can get the promo game back. Hale, um, well, four or five episodes ago, we had Dan Barry on our oh, show. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I don't even have to continue what I'm saying to know what's coming. And, of course, Bill Carr as well. And your name happened to pop up a couple times on our show. Ah, real nice. Uh, what would that say, huh? <laughs> well, well, let's see. <laughs> They told us that you crashed your car. Uh, yep. Yeah, we that's got... Another reason why I, that's another reason why I detailed it, because I just got it fixed. It looks great. I was like, man, I got to keep this car a little better. So I detailed the hell out of it. Now I got some time. So I'm like, man, I got like a new car again. It's all fixed. the clean. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the first time we've ever had breaking news on our podcast that Hale Collins had gotten a car accident live when we were recording. 
Yeah, it was awful. It was, it was, uh, it was really something. I was just, uh, I was. Did he tell you how it happened? No, he didn't. They said something about bees. Yeah, no, it, it was. Uh, I'm just driving along, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like, I took my eyes off the road for like two, three seconds. I crashed right into the fucking just this mailbox <laughs> you ever you ever saw, like. Like, it was one of ones, like, you know, pretty shitty or, like, you know, barely standing up. It would have been awesome. No, this thing was, like, this person, like, dug a six-foot hole, poured it with cement, <laughs> had, like, a mailbox from, like, Terminator, <laughs> and I'm almost positive the mailbox is still standing, because I got the fuck out of there. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, fuck this mailbox, I'm out. So I just drove off, and when I got home, I looked at my car, and I'm like, Holy shit! <laughs> this is horrible! You know, like, I, 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 had, I had to get a new fender, a hood, a bumper, a light fixture, all this, and then I had to get it painted, then I had to convince someone to give me a good deal on, like, installing it all, and, like, you can't, like, you can't go through a shirt and be like, hey, I hit a mailbox, cover it. Maybe <laughs> I don't want that shirt. <laughs> I, don't want, I, don't, I don't want that. So I did it all on my own. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm looking at my car. Man, it looks fucking good again. I'm out of details since we're about to live the walk of dead life. (laughs) 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 Thanks, thanks Bill Carr, for uh, having the breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) I think they also came up with a new gimmick for you. Something about you being a beekeeper. Yeah. A what? A beekeeper. Oh, oh yeah, why? <laughs> why is that? I don't, I, don't, I don't know where it came from or why it came from, but your your new gimmick is a beekeeper. Uh, yeah, that's why uh, also my Twitter blew up with Candyman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, so I go, also my Twitter just fell off. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? The wise candy man keeps surfacing, Bill. <laughs> I say, like, yo, Bill, what's up with this candy man? He's like, ha ha, candy man. I'm like, what the fuck? So, like, I look at my turn, I'm like, what does this mean? Like, I'm like, oh, I hate him. <laughs> oh, God, that's so funny. So, if you could get Vic in the ring as your tag team partner one last time, who would your tag team opponent be against? Who would you tell? Oh, of course, Team Tremendous. <laughs> would, it, would it be Team Tremendous? Because we've seen you guys in the ring at the 2300 before. Yeah, I think at one of Tommy's events. So being yeah. able to do that one more time would be with Team Tremendous? Yeah, well, I, somehow I always end up taking their finish and then I can't walk for a week. <laughs> so, like, so that's one thing I would do. I would go, I would go into that match very, very extremely aware of not taking that move ever again. Because, uh, I don't know what it does, but it puts me out. And, and, I, and I like to get my revenge on that one as well. Other than my Twitter blowing up with Katie references. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a very good interview. <laughs> yeah, well, well Sure. <laughs> you were the you were the man of the hour without even knowing it. Yes. Yep. Oh my god. 
his beard his beard okay because uh he, ha- he shaved it so he doesn't get the coronavirus <laughs> really yeah so so he shaved his whole beard and now he looks like a totally different person I go to him like dude you can totally that just sounds cheesy or whatever but he can totally commit a crime out in public Go home, shave his beard, and nobody would never know. <laughs> that different, huh? Well, he had a long ass beard. He had a long ass beard for a very long time. Like, but like, I remember like when, when Bill Carter started. I think it was like uh, a fifth of the year, probably two thousand eight around there. Uh, like Bill was only twenty years old when I met him. You know what I mean? Like he was so young. That's the only time he had no beard. It's the only time I've ever seen him without a beard. So yeah, I forgot all about it. Twelve years, twelve years having a beard. Yeah, but I think you got rid of it in OVW or uh, OVW or FCW for a while. But like, I don't know. He just looked like a different person, totally different. I wonder, are a lot of people doing that, shaving their beard for Corona? Uh, yeah, I guess the Corona is trapped in your beard. <laughs> so, and also you can't wear a mask. You can't wear the mask with a beard. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, so, uh, the whole beard era might be ending. So, is the mustache still good, though? <laughs> I, I, I think that's even worse. Because, <laughs> 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 like, you breathe right there, you know, like, you hold, like, you know, like, you, like it's right there by your mouth and your nose, so, if anything, if you're going to grow some, uh, grow some sideburn. There you go, some chops. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time. It was really good catching up with you and talking with you again. And um, hopefully the next time we talk, uh, everything will be back to normal and uh, you'll be able to get back to wrestling in front of live crowds. Yeah, man, I can't wait. Well, I always appreciate you guys having me on. And like you always like living there now. And uh, I think what I'm going to do now is go for a nice night walk, I guess. <laughs> Make sure you say hi. Yes. To all your days. Yeah. I tell you what, if anyone's walking this time of night, are we so pissed off? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to be, get ready to be pissed off. <laughs> yeah, it's like this place is a ghost town now, so everyone's going for these walks, I mean, fuck. <laughs> Alright, Hale, thanks so much, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Alright, man, just don't forget to ask about the beard. <laughs> I'm on it. Alright, later. Hey. <laughs> All right, there you have it, our interview with Hale Collins. And uh, it was good yeah, ha- having him back. Call that an interview? Uh, I mean, I guess not. That wasn't really an interview. Not really I mean, an interview. When Hale, Hale comes on, he's not an interview anymore. He's 
he's graduated to third co-host. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, we can't really, we didn't really talk about anything interview-wise. We just talked about, I mean, anything that was remotely happening right now, and a little bit of why we shouldn't take walks. Yeah, <laughs> or keep our beards. Apparently. Yeah. What the fuck. I'm a, a, I look like a werewolf right now. I got a beard and long ass hair. Oh yeah, a beard and an afro. Yeah, I'm we, starting to look like fucking uh, Marv from Home Alone. <laughs> well, I mean, ain't that your life's goal anyway? I mean, yeah. Gonna work on getting electrocuted. <laughs> yeah, you still haven't figured out that uh, that barber issue, have you? No, I got the clippers. I just haven't found the time yet. And now I'm getting to the point of like, do I just let it grow out and be obnoxious with it? Well, because I, mean, I have another. It wouldn't be you if you weren't month. obnoxious with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, do I just like go this next month and see what I get? If it starts to, if I start getting the wings and it starts flipping up, then we're in trouble. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> I'm just going to keep letting it grow. So the next wrestling event I go to, I'll look like uh, Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> God, I hope that happens. I mean, I'll probably be 30 pounds heavier anyway. Yeah, won't we all? But yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can't, I I can't handle this much, much longer. I'm eating way too much of a lot of just shit. Yep. I got a bag of gummy bears upstairs and Oreos waiting for me. <laughs> I'm going to eat them together. That that sounds about right. Yeah. Who cares at this point? Yeah, so I think uh, that'll wrap up our uh, shooting the shit session with Hale Collins. And, yeah, a little, uh, uh, little mini episode for everybody. Yeah, and um, Hopefully, we will line up uh, someone else to talk to next week, considering wrestling, for the most part, will be shutting down. WWE apparently is done after tonight. We'll see what happens with uh, AEW, because apparently they have a lot of footage they've already shot. So, still be some somewhat of new wrestling around, but we hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll be talking to you very soon. <laughs>